You're listening to the Tyro Podcast, a space to help understand ourselves on a deeper level by learning and sharing from each other's spiritual and wellness practices. My name is Lucy and I am so excited to be on this journey alongside you. I am so grateful that you are here listening to my very first podcast. For this important episode, I'm honestly thrilled to be with one of my soul sisters in the literal meaning of the word. I feel incredibly lucky to even know Georgia, let alone call her a best friend of mine. She is an able writer, model, activist, and amazing mental health and disability advocate, finding her voice after becoming an amputee at 21. So let's welcome Georgia, who reminds everyone that being kind is nice and being nice is cool. <laughs> that was so good. Thanks. Um, <laughs> oh, this is so exciting. Yes, this is, we're going to get the giggles yeah. out. Throwing ourselves in the deep end, which is always a good exactly. thing, right? I would love to start the podcast just talking about your journey into spirituality. Well, to be honest, I think the first, first book that really got me into it was The Secret. Just a really easy read because it's not a book as such that has chapters and things, which is what I thought when I got told about it originally by my mum, actually. Um, it's just a page by page quote or paragraph or even just sentence of really motivational talk that helps um, manifestation and law of attraction become a lot more easy to understand and before I read the book I had had no idea what any of that was yeah, same for me um, and it all starts with gratitude from within and I think as soon as I started to grasp that and which it was almost like a light bulb moment. I was like, of course, being grateful for the smallest things in your life creates more of a gratitude for the bigger things and just general appreciation for, for life. And I think I really needed that at that time. Was just after your accident? Yeah, it was six months after my accident I started mm. to kind of enter into the spiritual world. But <laughs> even saying that, though, I feel like it was it was only really touching the very small surface of it yeah and I still feel like I have so much that I want to delve into more but I had a really good year of practicing the law of attraction really I think it's that's what I found really exciting about it it was the first time that I had an understanding of the universe isn't working against you but you can use it to work for you yeah and the hope that that gave me alone just made me feel already so much better just from reading it. Yeah. I don't think I got straight into manifesting straight away. I mean, I think I did, but I didn't really understand. I, I, I also didn't just run straight into just like, okay, I'm going to manifest everything I want in my life. It took months and months of practicing gratitude. It starts with writing small lists every day, morning or night, and then just kind of saying it to yourself in the shower and practicing grat gratitude meditations and then it kind of does start to just become second nature and once I noticed that I was fully existing as a grateful being I really started to notice that it, I was attracting positive things mm. in my life but it took a lot of acceptance and just yeah just basically changing my narrative of life as you say the universe is there to help you I spiraled a lot 
around the six month mark after my accident happened and just some context for the listeners mm. I was um Lucy actually was planning on driving we were supposed to be driving back up to university together to yeah. start our final year I was crossing the road in London and I was hit by a double-decker bus um luckily I'm still here but I did lose my right leg so I'm a below the knee amputee um but actually that notion of just being grateful that I'm actually still here and it was just my leg that I lost not my life that's where it all began for yeah. me I actually remember lying in my hospital bed I mean really high on a lot of medication <laughs> granted yes that did that did happen um but I do remember just being so relieved this full-on relief that I was still here to live my life like I wasn't ready to end end it yet it wasn't my time to go almost and I kind of had that reassurance and I have loads of like journal um entries of when I was in hospital just being like you know I was I was kept alive for a reason so I need to Mm. make my life worth living I need to leave my mark on the world like I don't know what I'm going to do yet but like I know that the universe has kept me here for a reason I don't believe in God or anything but I do believe that the universe is 100% behind you and has your back in my little intro the inspiration that you bring to people around you which is what I always say is that I feel very lucky to be able to learn from the situation without having to actually go through the situation myself do you know what I mean especially us our house of best girlfriends Mm -hmm. which we still are best friends we all learned so much from that experience because we had that exposure to disability and amputees which beforehand I knew fuck all about and so did I but mainly for me it's been about mental health and I guess spirituality but just seeing how you can deal with a situation like that and come out on the other end yeah happy yeah and grateful to be here was like kind of (laughs) love you so I had that first sort of chapter of my post-accident life I was still trying to grasp how to live this new life and also you guys were the most amazing you know helpers you helped me I wouldn't have been able to go through it without any of your like support um thank you no thank you (laughs) honestly like I remember I was having to kind of what go up and down stairs on yeah. my knees with yeah, knee pads on because I was in a wheelchair. That, yeah, your knee pads. And you guys were just like, I know, my knee pads. Yeah, like, the house was not it. built for an <laughs> amputee. Yeah. Like, it was we did not... sign this house like a year before it happened. Yeah. So how are we supposed to know? But yeah. yeah. It was after university, coming back to London, as you say, being like, okay, well now what? We're one lockdown, like down, <laughs> essentially. Mm. I guess at that point more to come yeah it was a strange one you always hear that post-university life is already quite challenging and then you throw in a pandemic yeah and which actually leads us perfectly <laughs> on to that wasn't even purposeful <laughs> the second topic yes. that I wanted to talk about amazing um which was about the ups and downs of mm. the healing journey well the ups and downs I mean I had a really low period actually just around when the first lockdown was happening in Leeds, was put on antidepressants, had us every week who really did 
like helped me in so many ways um and then I yeah came back to London and was like okay I'm ready for this next understanding of life now but I want to take that matters into my own hands so I read The Secret I read um oh my god what's the name of the Dalai Lama's book I've completely forgotten it's like the seven laws of what that's awful Okay. That's really bad. That's what I meant when I can't remember words. Um and I was journaling everything and got into a really good routine. This is by this point the second lockdown. Um unemployed, so had more time. I tried out like yoga or kind of my version of yoga as an amputee, which was very minimal. Um and my first introduction into proper meditation and I was just typing up 10 minute gra- like um, gratitude guided meditations on YouTube which I still use to this day I just love guided meditations Me too. they're just so like for anyone out there because so many people think oh my god no way can I meditate yeah like, that is so hard and I'm like okay put just type in on YouTube a 10 minute meditate guided meditation yeah even five minutes even five minutes yeah. Even less. Even if you three minutes. Yeah, yeah, I think you can get like close two your minutes. eyes and just let them guide you, literally. And before you even know it, you you are kind of. That's the thing. Even now, I mean, I feel the thing is like with meditation, with my experience of it, is that for the longest time I knew I had to do it, but I just mm. could not do it. And but, you're kind of all like you're sitting there and you're like, when's this gonna end? Yeah. I think there's no obviously there's as everyone says, there is no such thing as a bad meditation. So I think just mm. be really proud of yourself that you sat down, even and if it is tried, just yeah. for like a minute a day, two yeah. minutes a day. Taking the pressure off it helped me so much. As soon as I realised it, it doesn't just have to consist of like you're in a full-blown meditative state. Like, mm. That very rarely happens for me. But yeah. just actually even just closing my eyes and just putting in the effort and just whether I reach 30% of the way or 70% of the way, whatever. As you say, no bad meditation. And what my yoga instructor, shout out Katie, um, <laughs> told me is that every meditation is different and every breath you take is different and they're all so unique. And that's what's really special. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. So mood swings, as we were saying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so back to mood swings. Yes. <laughs> I love mood um, swings. How do you prepare yourself? I mean, uh, to an extent, you can never fully prepare yourself for mood swings, but how do you deal with your mood swings when they come about? Mm. I, I think learning to be um, patient with yourself is something I've really learned. Mm. And um, also forgiveness, because something I really struggle with and I still find difficult to completely get hold of but I not being too hard on yourself when it does happen so when I'm feeling particularly unmotivated and low now I just do just kind of listen to my body more and just accept okay I'm clearly not going to get anything too productive done right now and that's okay Whereas before, if I was like that, I would then add a whole other level of just like actual anger like towards myself and frustration. And I'd be like, it would be this negative spiral. And then I would just keep myself up at night, just like freaking out about how I'm not getting anywhere. Mm. And yeah, it just, Literally same. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it snowballs. And then you, it and then you get to this really horrible point where you 
you feel like you hate yourself, you feel like you can't get anything done, and you feel like, well, what, like, ah, what am I doing? Whereas now I do just try and remind myself, like, okay, it's it's fine. I, yeah. I will have days that I don't get anything done, and I'll have days where I, um, you know, even journaling I find too hard, or even socializing I find difficult, or whatever, and like, it's fine, because then there are days that match that where you do excel in things so much more and life is very much a constant of ebb and flows of yeah. ups and downs positives and negatives and I don't know if it's like a positive way of looking at it but I always would think if I'm in a lower part of my life I always remind myself there's a positive that will match this that's coming my way exactly I think it's important to see life as a balance. Yeah, because that literally happens in our brain chemistry. Yeah. Um, that's what I've been really interested in learning about recently is that when we yeah. have a spike of dopamine, then a low, because it's just trying to always find a mm. state of neutrality. Yeah. DC, you're so Segway. good at these segways. <laughs> <laughs> so Georgia, please, can you tell us more about your understanding of state of neutrality? Because we've kind of talked about it a little bit before, but I found it really interesting. Yeah, well, I, I wish I could say it, explain it in the way that my instructor um, said it to me. But um, the state of neutrality, wow, when I was being told... When I was first being told about this, my mind was slightly blown. I was like, oh my God, that's amazing. Because um, no matter what happens in life, again, good or bad, try and train your brain to view it in a state of neutrality of, okay, I'm trying to, what's a good example? If you didn't get the job that you wanted or if you didn't get the pay rise you were hoping for, whatever, let's talk about it in careers, Everyone's allowed to have a bit of frustration, of course. Um, but slowly, if you try and train your brain to just see it as no worse or no better for yourself, it's just it just is. Viewing it as simply as what it is, does that make sense? Mm. Um, and that kind of takes away the expectations or the pressure and the kind of hopes of it I guess yeah you're viewing it as an in a neutral state yes like not putting too much you're not putting too, too much. much into it so yeah. that everything's the be all or end all yeah for anything exactly to extract the complications that things come with you can just you see something or you see it, your emotion comes along or something in your life happens mm -hmm. you just take a deep breath and you're like hey I'm just gonna digest that what's happened or yeah it's a pretty difficult one it's it and I think yeah it's interesting as well for me because I've when also in this journey that I have been on <laughs> since I've started it I've realized that I definitely had an addiction to stress mm. and those negative emotions which with my anxiety I would make myself spiral just because my yeah. body would get this weird this addiction to that feeling of yeah. all of those chemicals rushing to you I just remember working myself up hey guys I'm interrupting this episode to ask you to press that add button and the download 
If you could share this episode with just one person who you think might enjoy it, it would help me so much. Thank you. Like not even that long ago, honestly, even like two years ago, mm-hmm. I would just work myself up to a point of just hysterically crying. And mm-hmm. it's that weird thing because you feel better and then you feel worse. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. But yeah, it's, but that's, that's such a common thing with um, anxiety and depression as well is it's so much easier to f- keep feeding it mm. it's like feeding a little demon inside you and it's just like you're giving it more and more and more to to live off because that's the easier route as well to do that rather than and it's what your body's used to yeah because it at the end of the day doesn't want to do anything that's out of its comfort zone yeah and at the end of the day it's very hard to break a habit and that's why it's so um that's why it's so special and just amazing when people do eventually come out of their comfort zone or um when people are finally ready to say no to that demon inside you and to better yourself from it it's so special because it's it's the harder route to take yeah it's true exactly that's kind of what we said earlier that it definitely wasn't I read one book and suddenly felt amazing Mm. it was kind of this really long process like I'm still very yeah. much in the which process still now in. yeah which is why I want to start the podcast in general it's definitely not coming from a place of that I really know what I'm doing no. at all I just find it so fascinating learning from other people's experiences mm. and why they've chose a route that is really against the mainstream mm. like I think amongst our friends there's not that many of us that no. have I think more people obviously coming around to it as it's growing in popularity, which it it is, Mm. which is good. But it definitely isn't widespread, especially in the UK. We were talking about this earlier uh, when we were having coffee about how anything that's like out of the box or breaking the mould is deemed quote unquote cringe. Yeah. (laughs) And that for so many of us, and sadly most of us still, is a massive um, reason why we don't do things as much. Yeah, um, that fear like of that being different and yeah, and being judged is yeah. Even um, you know my blog that took so much for me to feel ready to do, and then actually weirdly the first sort of six months of having it, I didn't feel. I almost feel more anxious about it now, but I think that's just because. Uh, at the end of 2021, I kind of did go through a, another sort of depressive episode, I guess I could call it, that really brought on more anxiety that I would was working so hard in, earlier in the year to um, get out of bay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, which I guess can tie into like ups and downs and mood swings and yeah. things of how you view yourself. And I, yeah, I started my blog and I started to feel really great that I had this outlet that I could talk on just day-to-day things about being an amputee mental health related and physical health related that I kind of maybe thought hard to talk about with my friends um but then now I kind of not now now but in the uh, in the last few months I started to care too much about what people thought of me again Mm. and I thought I'd rid myself of that but clearly it kind of just all came back and then I stopped posting for ages because I was like so scared of what people were going to think of me. And I'm now 
don't care as much, but still there. I know. It's so funny because I've been writing a post about that because on the weekend I chose to just have a really chilled weekend. I didn't get up to much because the week before I just suddenly found myself going from a high of feeling really confident, really planning this podcast to then suddenly... I mean, we were supposed to record this last week Mm -hmm. and well, we both kind of were in the same space weirdly, but just feeling suddenly like, can I really do this? What's Mm -hmm. everyone gonna think? People are probably gonna think it's really stupid. And then kind of taking that time to chill this weekend. I didn't even put too much pressure in terms of like journaling or Mm -hmm. doing my spiritual practice, just trying to build that relationship back up with myself. I mean, what both of us do is puts ourselves out there quite a lot Mm. again not many of our friends or people we know really post like we do and it's quite intense like I genuinely never thought that I would be that be that person person. but that's because we've grown up in this sort of life that we grew up in it really wasn't um like any ounce of like stepping out of the box was weird yeah but yeah but how we I do that's why we're talking about this because we were talking about suddenly having moods of just feeling really self-conscious and really uninspired Mm. might be a word Mm -hmm. that I've been thinking about and um how that's quite uncontrollable and also Mm. really annoying but going back to what we were talking about with healing being a constant Mm. like that is um it's always something we're going to be working on it's an up and down um journey I think for that like really spiritual community that Mm. you see on Instagram there's definitely this illusion that they just never have bad days and like wow their life must be amazing because they wake up at 5 a.m and have a green smoothie then go and do yoga and Mm. which is great for them but I also think the reality is is that they do still have low days luckily there are more influencers that are definitely showing those low days the vulnerability I think that's something I find most inspiring is seeing other people like show their vulnerability Mm. because for so long that was taboo yeah was really not showed at all and I think what you what you do with Tyro as well which is amazing is like you help make this quote-unquote spirituality (laughs) seem or just make it more accessible and um, highlighting vulnerabilities. And again, there are so many other amazing creators out there that are doing that as well. Um, Speaking of vulnerability, your blog shows a lot of vulnerability. And if anyone hasn't read it yet, everyone go <laughs> read it. But I said this to you the other day on a message, but I'll repeat myself. <laughs> you have a really good way about showing your real emotions and not necessarily always positive ones but in a very light-hearted and easy to read way so it's not oh, a drag do you know what I mean it's not like a drag to read it's fun yeah. yeah um and educational but also very vulnerable of you to share thank you <laughs> so it's a lovely blog that means that's um, a very yeah as I said to you in your message that means so much to hear from you <laughs> <laughs> in terms of your healing process obviously mentally rather than physically. Mm. Um, Do you feel like the blog has had its place in that being so open about it? I mean, 
I suppose a part of it is it really helps you accept the part of your new identity, which is as an amputee. Yeah, it's 100%. It's been so, so beneficial in how I view my life and how I try and take charge of it in a way as well. Um, I Everyone has their different outlets and I've always loved writing and I've always journaled for as long as I can remember. Um, I always had it in mind that I wanted to educate as well mm. as it being a type of therapy for myself. It's very cathartic to to just write. I mean, I have so many posts that I have yet to actually publicize <laughs> and publish because of that more recent anxiety that I was mentioning earlier. Mm. And I now do feel like I'm in a much better place than I was a few months ago. And I think I will maybe start to post a bit more frequently. Um, but yeah, it's... I think it's really exciting. And I think you're it is on exciting. the cusp of a really important change. And there's definitely space for more education. Like anyone mm. who you, you don't know that I know, like family and some mm. friends that I you know, I, I'm always very proud of you. Yeah. So they're always interested because they probably don't know anyone that's gone through yeah. that same accident. Yeah, I I really, I value anyone that tells me that they're like, oh, I, you know, my grandpa keeps asking after you. And I'm like, hopefully not in a weird way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I show, I show, like, I show my, my auntie your blog and stuff. And that really means so much because the fact that I'm actually b being used as a um, tool to help educate others in such a, you know, such a s small way, but still hopefully very impactful way. That's the biggest takeaway I can t get from all of this. So my big hopes and dreams I want to um be a published author I really want to write a book or hopefully more mm -hmm. and actually recently inside scoop I really want there's not that made it sound really exciting <laughs> no I just decided that I want to write a novel <laughs> as well as a self-help book oh my god that is very exciting because <laughs> I didn't know this um yeah that's why I was more saying it to you, to you <laughs> rather than to our listeners <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it's good for them to hear. Yeah, good for you to hear Um <laughs> Wow, that's very exciting. So, yeah. like, what, as in, I, what's the process with that? Uh, well, I don't know yet. <laughs> yeah, um, early days. Yeah, early days, early doors. Just sit back and wait for the manifestation <laughs> to happen. <laughs> yeah, well, that's actually, That's a joke. <laughs> yeah, but touching on that is a really good um, point that I forgot to mention earlier with the manifesting and law of attraction side of life that I discovered after my accident I was on such a high that we spoke about being on this high um where this is like months and months into um this new journey that I was on you know gratitude and I was um actively manifesting I had a manifesting journal and things were starting to come true that I had written about um small and big actually one of them being the adidas campaign well yeah. not it wasn't specifically the adidas campaign but i remember one of the things that i wrote was you know i will help uh be a beacon of change by being on a billboard in times square 
you know, writing fiction. Which happened. And it happened. And that's, yeah, that's one of the examples. And I I have the receipts to prove it in my (laughs) journal. I have like many, many uh, prompts that I wrote. But yeah, I then started to get really relaxed and really actually quite lazy with gratitude. And I think that might have had something to do with being busy in the summertime and um, going to festivals and just, yeah, being a bit more busy maybe post lockdown. But I just still had the expectation of that life that would just, I I thought that just because I had unlocked it, I thought that was just gonna be it and it was gonna follow me wherever I went. But you do have to put in the work, which I learned the hard way. And I was, I remember literally just being like, oh, why? why aren't like good things happening to me anymore it's like well (laughs) even though I hadn't like you know like done a gratitude list in weeks or meditated in months yeah I was like wait why but yeah learning the hard way (laughs) so oh yeah the finishing question I nearly completely forgot so to finish uh this episode and every episode I will ask all my guests, what are the three favorite things or activities that you do when you're just feeling a little bit off? It can be anything. doesn't even have to be particularly spiritual related. Um, Well, one thing that I will say that springs to mind that I have only recently, um, only recently found is cold showers. Mm. But there is also this massive pressure and like oh my god you have to have like a minute long mm. cold shower blah 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 like Wim Hof and yes. all of that I do only do it for like 30 seconds I can't max, do it for anymore max, yeah like <laughs> probably realistically 15 I probably seconds. do it for like two seconds <laughs> yeah. um, but I also still feels good <laughs> yeah it still feels amazing but I'll try to do it in the morning after my warm after my normal shower mm. and as I'm showering in my normal temperature I will be doing uh, like breathing exercises to s- sort of steady my um, breath rate. Is that a thing? Mm-hmm. Um, it is now. <laughs> it is. I think it is rate. a thing. <laughs> um, and then and then I'll just switch on to the cold, and I always feel like it's like ten times better afterwards. I feel ready for the day. I feel more switched on. I have more energy. Yeah, whether some of that's placebo, I don't really care because it mm. works. Exactly. And I'm probably not doing it the full Wim Hof way, but I do it in a way that works for me and it makes me feel amazing. So yeah, cold shower, definitely. I would say journaling as well, but also taking off the pressure of that. <laughs> journaling is a great outlet for clearing your mind when it feels very foggy. Like It works every time, whether it's a half page, a page, five pages, whatever just comes out. Like free journaling, I find quite fun. Fun? I don't mm. know. It is fun. It is fun. Um, and thirdly, for me, something that sparks joy, which is making mm. a playlist. That's a lovely one. Because yeah, music is therapy. Yes. It's good for the soul. And me and you both are massive music lovers. Mm. Um, That's such a cute one. I've never thought of that. <laughs> yeah. I should do that more. Um, I was doing that so much in lockdown. It it's just, help, it though, fizzles. Right? It but always, yeah. It, you, I always feel so um, happy mm. making, like making a playlist and then you listen to it and you just feel really good. And then you can listen to it for like the week yeah. after yeah. and, and like you always have something I always on. do uh, 
I am a Spotify user. I know there's a lot of like, ooh, against that, but like, <laughs> cuff me. But I always get, I always go on Pinterest and I find a photo or um, artwork that I feel is similar to the vibe of the playlist. And then I always put like a little cover on my playlist. Oh, that's so nice. And that always makes me really happy. <laughs> oh, that's lovely. <laughs> that's so lovely. So, yeah. Um, Okay, well, to round this off, you can find Georgia on Instagram at Georgia underscore underscore Sarah. And most importantly, I think you should definitely read her blog, which is at www.thegratefulpeg.co.uk. Yay. Yay. Um, so thank you so much for listening today. This is the Tyro podcast, Aww. and I will be back next week with another guest. Thank Yay. you. Thank you. Thanks, you, dude.